Today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. One Ukrainian official said that Russia has taken Belarus as a nuclear hostage, but Moscow said it was making the move in response to the West's increasing military support for Ukraine. Putin announced the plan in a television interview that aired on Saturday, saying it was triggered by a UK decision this past week to provide Ukraine with armor-piercing rounds containing depleted uranium. Putin argued that by deploying its tactical nuclear weapons in Belarus, Russia was following the lead of the United States. He noted that Washington has nuclear weapons based in Belgium, Germany, Italy, the Netherlands, and and Turkey. Russia has stored its weapons at dedicated depots on its own territory, and moving part of the arsenal to a storage facility in Belarus would effectively up the ante in the Ukrainian conflict. In response, Ukraine's foreign ministry condemned the move, stating that the world must be united against someone who endangers the future of human civilization. I'm Sarah Nafa. So that's the scenario that developed, uh, and this was just after, as I said earlier, that uh, the, the Prime Minister Trudeau and, and President Biden had reaffirmed their support, uh, their ongoing support for Ukraine. Uh, but Putin, as usual, has upped the ante. So what are the implications of this? Well, I'm going to ask our next guest about that. Uh, he is Elliot Tepper, Emeritus Professor of Political Science at Carleton University. Uh, Elliot, uh, thank you so much on a very uh, critical time for uh, having some time for us today. What was your read when you, you heard the news, uh, the announcement, I guess it was, from Putin that they're actually going to be uh, stationing nuclear weapons in Belarus? Yes, good morning, Bill. I'm very disturbed by anything uh, to do with increasing the nuclear risk to our planet. The uh, announcement was made on rather spurious grounds, but it's in very much in keeping with the entire tenor of this war. Remember that uh, Mr. Putin said in advance of launching his attack, don't get in our way or it could lead to World War III. And that threat has conditioned the Western response, or the global response, it's not just the West, but that has conditioned the entire operation of the war. Ukraine has proven so resilient that arming them it increasingly uh, has been the Western response or the global response. But right up to the point where it might lead to war, that's where President Biden always draws the line. This basically is upping the ante, saying, one more time, Mr. Putin is saying, I'm threatening that if you continue what you're doing in regard to Ukraine, it could indeed lead to World War III, to nuclear war. And we know that isn't what you want. So I'm, it, it, anything that raises the, th the risk level of nuclear war is very disturbing. Well, and it, it's not just what he did, but when he did it. I mean, the timing of this is clearly uh, to try to send a message, I guess, to, well, everybody who's offered support. It Canada reaffirmed that and talked about you know, more financial aid. Uh, you know, as you mentioned, uh, some of the other uh, commitments made by the U.S. and, and uh, the U.K. and even Poland more recently. Uh, so it's it's not, Ukraine certainly is in the, the crosshairs here, but I'm, I think Putin's sending a message to Poland and other uh, neighboring countries as well, isn't he? Oh, absolutely. Uh, this is he put this in English. Remember, quite some time ago, he was making an address saying we are going to do something nuclear if the existence of the Russian state is put in question. We will react with all the weapons we have. And then he switched into English and said twice, I believe. This is not a bluff. So the whole question is, is this a bluff? We should talk a bit about tactical nuclear weapons as well. Uh -huh. uh, I think you and I have had this conversation. I don't think there is such a thing as a tactical nuclear weapon. That's an oxymoron. You're either, you know, nuclear or not nuclear. You can't be a little bit nuclear. This, the whole spread around the globe, actually, to other states, uh, particularly in South Asia, where I pay a lot of attention, 
whole idea that you can have a tactical nuclear weapon and it won't lead to a, an escalation, I believe, is fallacious. So the, the idea that tactical nuclear weapons are now going to put in where? Belarus, which was the staging area for one of the three-pronged attacks on the original assault. Well, not the original assault, but this assault that began last February. Uh, and I know the, the immediate reaction, of course, uh, from the Belarusian president, uh, Lukashenko, was uh, that it's about time. Uh, but he's he's a Putin puppet and always has been, hasn't he? Well, he's, uh, Russia can always be making an offer he can't refuse. Uh, he tries to pull away sometimes from Russia's uh, influence. But when he gets into trouble at home, he was on the verge of being overthrown. Once again, Mr. Putin came in uh, to uh, save him. So he is deeply indebted. But he has so far resisted actually using his own troops, for example, to go into Ukraine. He's trying to play it a bit cautious, trying to preserve at least the notion that there's a Belarusian sovereignty. But uh, uh, he's not in position to say no to Mr. Putin. And also, now you, Belarus is very much under the microscope. Uh, all the reminders about how he's been called, you know, Europe's last dictator. And he's... He's put down the opposition violently, and their opposition, brave opposition, is in in uh, neighboring states instead of at home. So the spotlight is back on him and on Belarus. One of the closest things that's being watched in terms of Belarus is, are there actual preparations to receive a new kind of weapon? And right now, the consensus seems to be, although Mr. Putin talks this way, he never acts beyond the talk to change his defense posture. So will Belarus change its defense posture to receive this kind of a new weapon system or not? And that's the kind of thing that the military specialists in particular, anybody concerned about the future of the war, pays very close attention to what happens to uh, to the nuclear threat. So how do how does the U.S. And, and, and NATO, how do they respond to something like this? Do they up the ante? Do they just, okay, we're going to watch and see what happens next? It's it's almost like Putin with the announcement that he made on Saturday. It is basically saying, okay, over to you. What are you guys going to do about it? Yes, very much so. The Remember, this was immediately after uh, Xi Jinping's three-day visit there. Yeah. And as soon as he left, there were massive rocket uh, missile, guided missile attacks all across Ukraine, and now followed up by this announcement, the U.S. has to, in the West, has to decide how do you react to this. The NATO response, remember this, <laughs> all the states except Belarus, Belarus and Moldova are not NATO members, nor is Ukraine, of course, but all the other states in that area are. And NATO's uh, Secretary General has said, this is a, I'm paraphrasing, not quoting him, but basically this is a ridiculous charge that is being made by um, Mr. Putin. What we have on our, under our control, the various nuclear possibilities that we have under our control are strictly following all of the international guidelines. Mr. Putin has been violating those guidelines for some time. We should go back to February, um, the end of February, just exactly, almost exactly a year after the invasion, Mr. Putin said, I am pulling Russia out of something called New START. Uh, this is a strategic arm, arms limitation treaty, arms reduction treaty. It was one of the last of the major treaties still in effect, restraining the expansion and use, potential use of nuclear arms. He has weakened the nuclear um, 
protection infrastructure. My, what flashed, Bill, what flashed through my mind at the time is how many of Russia's military leaders heard him say, I'm pulling out of New START, and their mental response was, it's time for Putin to go. Uh, he's, the, the, the risk to the Soviet Union, sorry, the former Soviet Union and it's all of its uh, various satellites, uh, the, the risk to Russia and its uh, allies of a nuclear response because of the irresponsibility by Mr. Putin has to be weighing heavily on all those around him. Of course, we won't know that until something happens, I guess. <laughs> That's such as is the news coming out of there. Uh, very tense time, Elliot. I'm glad you had some time to talk to us and explain this to us. Thank you so much for this today. Oh, you're very welcome, Bill. Take care. It's Elliot Tepper, Emeritus Professor of Political Science at Carleton University. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.